Hello, my friends. I am again pre-recording this podcast since I will be out on maternity leave until December with my first baby. And all I can keep thinking about is, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a two-month-old child when this podcast is released. (laughs) And I'm in utter shock. It just feels so surreal. And pre-recording these podcasts at 39 weeks and two days has really been a challenge, which is why I'm actually so excited to talk to you guys about setting goals Because a lot of the time, our brain just automatically blocks us before we even get a chance to dream, and myself included. So I'm going to jump right into it then. So why do people set goals? For us as humans, goals are set because in our minds, we are thinking if we achieve this, then we will be happy. But from the last several podcasts, I'm sure you've picked up that we can create our own happiness. So striving for happiness will never be a good enough reason for us to hit our goals. And in fact, when you don't hit a goal and you've attached your happiness to it, you're creating and compounding even more negative emotions that you already may be feeling. This is why most adults do not dream. They become extremely stagnant because when we start dreaming about big goals, it can actually cause us pain because the dreaming is just a reminder of what we don't have. It's reminding us of negativity and scarcity of our lives. So a company goal, although different from a personal or leadership goal, still requires the same steps of the brain um, that I'm going to list in this podcast, but even more so because this is not something you decided for yourself. So with all that being said, there's a specific process that makes goal setting a lot more manageable, and I want to give this to you before the start of the year because I really want you to practice this and have your goals and action plans set for January. So here's the process for setting goals. The first thing you really need to do is goal set from a place of abundance. So the best way to want from a place of abundance is to make a list of 25 things that you want. Now, when you do this, I want you to notice how many of those things are something you already have. (laughs) And here's what I mean by that. When I say make a list of 25 things you want, your brain immediately goes to all the things you don't have. Everything on the list might truly be something you want, but most of us don't spend time wanting what we have. We don't think of wanting as from a place of abundance. We think of wanting as something that's not already ours. So the first practice is really to start thinking about things that you want that you already have. So for example, I really, really want a good boss. I love having a kind boss. I really want a job where I can manage my own time. I love having a job where I can have work and life balance. I really want a close-knit team in my territory. And I love having Sarah and Laurel and Adam and all of these people I can count on in Ohio. On the personal side, I really want to be married. I love being married to my husband, Dakota. And I really want a family. And I'm so excited to have a baby this year. I have all those things and just listing them out is so much different than being grateful. It literally tricks your mind wanting what you already have. Now here's the fun part. (laughs) When you take what you already have that you want and intertwine things you don't have but you do want. So I would write something like this. I really want a good boss. I really want a job with work-life balance. And I really want to be ranked in the top five ambulatory surgery center reps this year. Now, that goal is not something I had yet. 
So I then can add my other wants after that goal by saying I want to be married so that the wanting to be in the top five is kind of like sandwiched between the abundance. So are you with me so far? So the second part of the goal setting is to get super specific. And I used to find SMART goals incredibly irritating. I still kind of do, and I'll explain why in a second. But the more specific you can get on timeframes, dates, and amounts, the better. The reason I find SMART goals so irritating to hear about is because my brain literally starts blocking the idea of timeframes. So it starts saying things like, how are you going to do that? And that's never going to happen. So it's really important to recognize what your brain is doing during that time. But at this stage in the process, you're really not worrying about the how. You're just thinking about the what and the when, and that's all. So this is where I recommend you dream. Stretch your dreams and your goals a bit. Allow yourself to go there. So the third part of goal setting that I know most of you will struggle with, but it's literally the most important piece, is you must write it down. Your brain is meant to process and release information. So when people say, oh, I just listed it out in my head, I want to remind you that your brain will process it and release the information and most likely you will not come back to it or remember it. So the need to write things down is crucial for your brain. It's like when you create a list. The reason most people need to write down a list and write it down right then or prefer to write it out on a piece of paper versus on your phone is because you know you're going to forget it And it's a memory technique, so there's power behind writing it down. It's also important to write it down so you can read it every single day. So once you have written out your 25 things of wanting from a place of abundance and smushing it in with your stretch goals, your brain is immediately going to start giving you thoughts that create shame and fear and doubt. And hear me when I say this. Nothing has gone wrong. So this is the part of the process If no negative emotions ever come up when you're reaching for a goal, then it means you're not stretching yourself. You're not going past your comfort zone. Your brain likes to be efficient and learn how to lock in a pattern. And the second you disrupt that pattern is when you will start to create thoughts of fear. So when you have these emotions, this is where you will start to learn how to first process a negative emotion and second, learn how to pay attention to what your own mind is telling you when you set a goal. Those two skills, processing a negative emotion and creating awareness around the thoughts that are leading you to that negative emotion, especially about goals, is so, so helpful. What I also noticed about myself is a lot of times my brain likes to switch up purposeful negative thoughts with like these subtle negative nudges. So for example, well, I'm not sure, or I'm confused, or well, maybe I should wait on that. The number one dream-stealing thought, though, of all, the one I battle all the time is, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I don't know if that's right. I don't know if I can do it. And the emotion that directly ties to all of these I don't know questions your brain offers is always going to be fear and disbelief and doubt. Again, nothing has gone wrong, but it is something to be aware of when writing out your goals. So the fourth step to writing your goal is then to do a thought download. And I've talked about this thought downloads of decluttering your brain in a couple episodes. I think it was in episode three and four of this podcast. But once you've written down your 25 wants from abundance, you then can write out all the negative, fearful thoughts that come to your brain and just get them all out on paper. 
Once those are all out, I want you to redirect your brain to thinking about all the possibilities of once you've completed this goal. So look at yourself a year ahead and think, what if this was already done? What would I be thinking? And really start writing out those thoughts. This is extremely powerful and I highly recommend trying it. The fifth step of goal setting is writing your action plan from a place of intentional future thinking. So if your negative thoughts keep popping up during this process, this is where I suggest you really go through and evaluate the question, um, those negative thoughts about, you know, really what's going on in your brain using the model, because using the model reminds us that our thoughts are just choices and we don't have to believe them. They're being presented in your mind to try and protect you and to get you to build a life around them. Now, Sometimes, like in our company, we might not get our numbers goals for a period of time. So we feel out of control of this goal. And this is where creating your own number goal is so important versus waiting on someone else to give it to you. So for example, this year, my goal was to close three accounts each month, each each averaging around 15 to 20,000 a year. And I didn't specify what products, what bucket, what um, 3M was actually going to give me in terms of numbers. I just decided that in February and I just kind of got to work on it. And it turns out I was actually above the goal they set for me, which is fine. But I didn't let that change my goal. So I just kept doing what I was doing based on the action plan I created for myself. Have I hit like at that goal every month? No, I've missed three months so far, but that has not slowed my momentum momentum down at all. I didn't focus on the generality of, I don't know exactly what my goal is for 2021, so I just can't do it. That thought wasn't serving me. I do know my goal. My goal is to grow my territory. And I decided for my brain, it's easier than a percentage. I just decided to break it down by how many accounts I wanted to close each month and what value they could offer me, and I went for it. As Marie says, everything is figure outable, and it's so true. If you're at this place where you want to make a goal for next year on how many accounts you want to close each month and for what dollar amount, like I did, I recommend you create a do goal. So a do goal is essentially a goal that if you do it, you will achieve it no matter what. It's upping the odds. So for example, if your goal is to close five accounts each month, and to have it equal out to roughly 50000 a month, your do goal then could be something like, I will reach out to 20, or I'm sorry, to 200 new accounts this year. Now, most people will be like, uh, there aren't 200 accounts in my territory. <laughs> and my response to that is always, well, is that true? Does that serve you to believe that thought? Because do you not actually know how many accounts are in your territory? Sure, you can list the, maybe the top five, 15, 20 accounts or customers you're already working with, but I'm talking about calling on 200 accounts you do not have any sales in. This means you're probably going to have to get creative. You'll have to do more actions and you'll have to overcome more fears. What you're doing with a do goal is you're setting yourself up so the chances of not getting your result is completely slim to none. You lessen your chances of meeting your stretch goals when you lessen your do goals. So calling on five customers a week that you already work with is not an action that's going to increase your chances of hitting $50,000 a month or close five accounts each month. 
So a do goal is really just guaranteeing you're going to achieve that goal. The byproduct of this type of goal setting is not the goal itself, but when you learn in the process of it is key. You learn how to achieve, how to be grateful, how to break down actions, how to overcome obstacles. The list is endless on all the skills you will find you have as you work through this process. So my friends, if you've been listening, I hope you will take the time in December to prepare your goals and and just your mind for January. Take back the control of the goals and know that I'll be cheering for you on anything you want to achieve next year. And hey, shoot me a message for what you want to hear in 2022. This podcast is for you. It's for me. It's for all of us out in the field. And I want it to be beneficial for each of us. And I hope you do too. So I'll talk to you soon. Bye.